What's up and welcome to Warding Bond, an actual play TTRPG podcast about the bonds between friends and the stories we can tell together. I'm your host and keeper, Ani, and joining me here today is Laura. Hello, I'm Laura. You can find me at Wild Sorcerer on Twitter. Eames, Emma. Hello, I'm Emma. You can find me on Twitter at Miss Megalodon. Soul. Hi, I'm Soul. You can find me on Twitter at Solibri. And Keegan. Hi, I'm Keegan. You can find me at Steadfast Petrol. And you can find me at Blossoming Grove, and you can find the show at Warning Bond on Twitter. Um, last time we met, the group spent some time um, doing their counselor duties. Um, they spent a lot of time getting to know the different kids and members in each of their group. Some people did really well, uh, like Anwin with the Mud Boys, and some characters did not do as well with their kids, such I as... I couldn't imagine what you're talking about. <laughs> I'm sure you can't, Laura. Um, and how is Winter and Chandler's relationship? Winter's relationship with the worst child in the entire United States? Or the kid that is drawing uh, Winter's murder? Okay, okay, the kid that is drawing Winter's murder, I actually feel like I'm pretty cool with. I have a more contentious relationship with Bochu Boy. His name is Chandler, please get Chandler. that right. Chandler? There's the D is silent. <laughs> the D is silent, so it's just Chandler? Yes. Chandler. Chandler, the D is silent. Ani, how did you make the name Chandler worse? it's silent (laughs) um yeah so some people did really well some people struggled a little bit and a little bit just a little bit and at the end of session we had the lovely winter go off with bethany and imogen into the forest to investigate the jubilee forest serial killer when the three of them were attacked by the monster of the week. And that the is monster where we're going. of like the month, honestly. Oh yeah. yeah. Whoa. <laughs> In game, it's only been like two days. Um maybe three. But it's just it's taken a little bit of time to get there. Um But we're here, we're with the monster, and I do have to say None of you know what this monster's weakness is, so I don't know if you'll be able to kill it. Because you have to use its weakness to kill it. But before we get into the combat, we're going to rewind a little bit. About 30 minutes into the past, before Winter left with Bethany and Imogen. The three of you who are not going, what are you doing? We should follow the three of them. Probably. I think we're probably following at a distance, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So because this is... we wanted to, in, like, join in that stakeout, but without being noticed. Okay. Did anyone want to stay back and try and do some research, considering that you don't know how to kill this thing? Like on the computer in Gladys's office. Yes. Maybe so not I don't think that me or people. Winter. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Maybe not me. Gladys hates my ass a lot 
Silas says he is friends with Gladys. You know what, Gladys and I, you know, we had a bit of a setback, but I think we can fix this. You know, every relationship, friendship, platonic, romantic, certainly not romantic with Gladys. Um, <laughs> has its ups and no downs. one thought that. <laughs> I don't think anyone was implying that Silas had a thing for Gladys. I feel like I'm having, I'm taking so many L's lately that I feel like I do got to specify certain things. Um, I am straight. Anyway, <laughs> um... <laughs> Silas, is that you speaking? Yeah. Okay. Mabel like looks you up and down. Are you? Are you certain? Yes. Anyway, I'm gonna go talk to Gladys and Silas. Is trying to casually walk backwards out the door, but like sort of like trips on like a piece of food on the way out but you're fine <laughs> okay after you leave maple leads over to edwin is like, should we be worried if he's straight and he's going to meet gladys you know somehow i don't think there's like a massive chance of that being a problem but you know he may yet prove me wrong who could say that is one way to do research. Ani, could I could I break out the new move? Yes, I would let you do that. Okay. And when I'm going to walk to the edge of the forest. You can accompany me if you want. You don't have to. Yeah, I'll accompany. Uh and I think Maple just goes to like the edge of the woods like as close as she can get to like from not leaving the campground but also like being in the woods and how does maple commune with the forest i think because like maple hasn't been awake for terribly long maple has kind of been it's been instincts it's been a lot of instincts that's been driving everything that she does so i think they just plop down in front of a tree and just stare really hard at it <laughs> and okay. i'm going to roll so, boss from beyond i'll keep a lookout great so normally for anyone who follows uh monster of the week the like rule books and stuff this is normally a beginning of the mystery move but maple just got this move so i'm gonna allow it even though it's middle of the mystery um and because they need to investigate this goddamn mystery um so go ahead roll me and investigate the mystery using weird so roll plus weird yes <clears throat> Ooh, that's an 11 <laughs> Okay, on a 10 plus, you can ask two questions from the list. Okay. Um, but, yeah, actually first ask your questions. Okay, let me, let me, I have to pull up the list, hold on. <laughs> I guess, we already know what kind of creature it is. Okay, mm-hmm. uh, I like to ask what can hurt it and where did it go? Okay, so what I think this is, is um, Anwen, 
Or actually, Sol, would you like to describe what this looks like? Okay, so what does how does this commune between you and the forest, your boss and beyond kind of work? What does it look like? I think the wind picks up kind of suddenly. Like it's summer, the air is like still. If we're in the Pacific Northwest, it's like a little humid. And like the wind is is pretty still. But I think as soon as Maple like fo- starts focusing, the wind picks up. And in particular, uh, the necklace that Maple wears that turns into the honey wand that they fight with, like starts like levitating, like just the crystal. And it's just like floating and glowing. And Maple, I mean, if we're communing, I think Maple is like asking these questions in their head, like, what can hurt it? How can we defeat this thing? Where did it go? Where can I find it? And just like hoping that they'll get an answer. Uh, their eyes are closed, so they can't see any of this. They just feel the wind pick up. You feel the wind pick up and it's blowing. You can just tell this innately for some reason, but it is blowing um, towards the north, deeper into the forest. Um, and it's a strong wind and it kind of gives you the vibe that, um, what Maple interprets this as is it is, this creature is much deeper in the forest. Um, and because it is pointing it, the wind kind of blows north and also up and you get the feeling that it may be, um, returning to some sort of mountain area. Um, it... Um, at night when it, or in the morning when it is not hunting it's returning to a mountain cave um, in regards to what can hurt it your necklace glows and you feel it get warm and I think it begins to glow brightly almost so much so that your eyes kind of peek open a little bit and you get the feeling that sunlight might be one of the things that can harm it. Just from the from the hot heat of the necklace and the bright light that it glows, it reminds you a bit of a sun. Okay. Um, uh, after and after oh. you get that information from the forest you begin to um, hear a soft bird song and um, it feels comforting it feels soothing and you take that to mean your uh ward your person that you are in charge of taking care of winter must be returned in stable and warm conditions so the thing that the forest is asking you to do in return for giving you this information is winter must return back to camp um they can she can take harm she cannot take unstable level of harm so you need to make sure that winter doesn't pass the uh, four harm mark because at that point, they will, uh, she will be reaching 
um, unstable and you will have failed your little job here for the forest. Alrighty. Uh, after so we better run after. After receiving that information, Maple uh, like stands up and just sort of she pats the tree as though like as though you pat like a toddler's head. Uh, just gently pats the bark and then tells Andwin. Sunlight hurts it. It has a house in the north. And Maple is not All allowed right. to... Not Maple. And Winter is not allowed to get hurt. Agreed. Um, Anwen, I will say, you're no stranger to magic. This is supernatural magic. All this stuff is something you're very familiar with. Even though you're not particularly magical, you don't really um, use magic as your go-to ability. Um, but you've seen it before and you have family members and, you know, extended family that do use magic in a primary sort of way. Um, this is very interesting to you because when uh, Maple says winter can't take harm, winter is saying it, but the words also feel um they have weight to them in a way that it's not just something Maple is saying. There's something magical inherently behind it that it is not a just sort of like, oh, we should make sure winter doesn't take harm. It is a basically like a command. Yeah, sort of. like winter may not. Yes, it is harm. not a question. It is a demand. Um, and that is sort of interesting the interesting mm -hmm. thing that you see from this communing yeah um and we're gonna cut from here to silas you're walking into the camp what are you doing all right so before silas gets to the cat um the admin cabin they're gonna quickly stop by to um their bags and get out one of their testosterone vials i i swear this has a this has a point this has a point um then walks out and then knocks on the admin cabin um you hear um gladys's voice kind of call out yes um silas pokes in and says um hey gladys um during my break um nurse mabel said that she got like some sort of notification that like one of my medications might be recalled apparently some testosterone vials from sun pharmaceuticals have been like listed as possibly giving people bacterial infections um is it okay if i use the laptop to like check the lot number um I don't make it a habit to let the campers use the administrative computer, but since it is for medical need, um, I will let you use the computer. Uh, but it is just to check the lot number and nothing else. Yeah, 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 of course. Um, and if Gladys lets Silas um, 
do it. Silas is going to, like, as quickly as they can make it seem like they're typing the lot number. They're going to investigate a mystery and research about chupacabras. Okay. I will say for this, Gladys is watching you. She's standing behind you. If you want to be left alone, you're either going to have to, um, like, charm her or manipulate her into leaving you alone. Hold on, let me check if I can do something supernatural with this. Okay. Ooh. I could use my Jinx move to have something coincidentally happen. Um, so... For the spooky playbook, there's a move called Jinx, where you can encourage coincidences to occur the way you want. Um, when you Jinx a target, roll plus weird, um, and it says stuff about holds, so I could like interfere with a hunter, an enemy, a monster minion bystander. Um, I'm hoping if I can see if Silas can use Jinx and interfere with Gladys, who is a bystander, to have maybe like something you know, bring her attention to something while Silas does this? Before you do that, I will say, as you go to do this, there, that little voice in your head comes back and it says, remember how I told you I was going to need a favor? I'm cashing in my favor. Leave this one alone. Doesn't concern you. Let Gladys get back to work. Go take a nap. Head to bed early. This doesn't involve you. But Winter could be in trouble. You don't get a response back. This is either something you can choose to follow or you can choose to ignore. Hmm. Oh my goodness, how am I gonna do this? Alright, I'm gonna try to charm Gladys into- You know what? I think Silas is gonna try checking it through, like, some sort of medicine doctor app, and they sort of go like, Hey, um, I've got some, like, personal information I gotta, like, put in with my pharmacy to tell them to, like, ship in a new thing, and I don't wanna, like- It's got some- It's got some sensitive information, you know? I don't wanna, like, break HIPAA or whatever. Okay. Give me a flat charm roll. All right, all right. Ooh, I got a two in this. Let's hope this works. Ugh, an eight. Make success. Make success. Um, okay. She says to you, I'll let you do this. Of course, or sorry. She says, of course, you know, I honestly, it's your medical records. I don't need to see all of them. Um, but Silas, you only have five minutes on the computer. And then I'm going to need it to finish my tasks. I don't want to have to be here all night. So do it quickly, please. All right. Yeah. Nope. No prop. You got it. Um, so can, does that mean I can roll to investigate a mystery? Roll to investigate a mystery. Pass the charm. Heck yeah. It's my minus one sharp. Mm, 
that's gonna work great. Three, three, okay. With a three, um, you spend a little bit of time. Um, yes, mark experience. You spend a little bit of time. Um, you, you know, start to pull up the wiki, some, um, like cryptozoology boards on chupacabras. You, um, you get a lot of it set up. But before you can really get into reading any of it, um, Gladys sort of uh, taps the desk in front of you. Silas, it's been about five minutes. You're, you're good? Um, Ani, out of character. Mm -hmm. um, one of my dark tags is poor impulse control. Uh -huh. I don't know if this can work, but can it activate and can Silas basically run out with the laptop? Okay. Because <laughs> he did, like, not listen to the voice. So that dark tag can activate. But also, I'm wanting this to happen. I don't know if that's, like, against the dark tag. So, I will say, if you look at the dark side, when you are asked specifically to do something, and this has to do with your tags, so the... Um, I am going to say, hmm. give me an act under pressure. Let's see if Silas is able to, yeah, give me an act under pressure. Let's start there first. What do I roll for that? Uh, roll plus cool. Gotcha. We're all going to make enemies out of Gladys by the end of this season. Gladys yep. hates our asses. Mixed success. Okay, that's a mixed success. I'm going to say taking the laptop and leaving is poor impulse control, which is the tag that you have but it also directly goes against what the voice asked you to do, which was to leave it alone. So I'm going to say you can take the laptop and actually I'll do this in character. You hear the voice go, Oh, Silas, you were never, you were never one to make fully thought out decisions. Are you, you tend to be a bit rash. You can take the laptop, but don't ask me for help later. Um, and you get the feeling that if you leave with this laptop right now, you can do it. I won't stop you from doing it. You will not have access to use magic. If you take it. Because this is directly in defiance of what you've been asked to do. And if you look on your character sheet, it does say... The keeper can ask you to do nasty things in accordance with your tags when your powers need you to. If you do whatever is asked, mark experience. If you don't, your powers are unavailable until the end of the mystery or until you cave. 
Oof. The thing is, Winter's gonna need all the help she can get. And Silas remembering seeing Maple do all those magic things. Well, divine divine magic things rather than spooky magic, you know. Mm -hmm. Um I think they're gonna put the laptop down. The thought crosses, but they're like, Oh, I need all the help we can get. Um and they control alt delete. <laughs> okay, you leave the laptop. Alright. So that was our flashback for a little bit of prep. Uh Maple, did you communicate that the um chupacabras are weak to sunlight with everyone else? Yes. Okay. So we are now going to flash forward. Oh, is, and has winter like if in the flashback has winter gone off with the people yet? Gone off with Imogen uh, and Bethany? I think this is probably happening right about the same time that Winter's about to leave. So you can probably okay. catch Winter and have like a minute with Winter before yeah. she leaves. Maple just sort of jogs up to Winter, like puts her hands on her on her shoulder and says, "You are not allowed to get injured." Okay, I wasn't planning on it. I'll try my best. It is not you I am worried about disregarding this. And then Maple leaves. Okay. Sick. Just gonna go into the woods now. And we flash forward a half hour later to winter. <laughs> um, you are in the woods. There are trees all around you. There's kind of like a, somewhat of a path. It's, it's less of some of the more formal trails and paths that have been carved out in this forest. Um, this seems to be a path that's made more by people just walking on it and less of like a formal path. Um, and you have been pushed off the path and into some bushes as these chupacabras leap at you there are two um sorry one of them leaps at you the other one is um in the bushes still kind of like growling and snarling and kind of pacing and watching um you take hold on i need to pull up where is this things i've lost it some well go find it <laughs> I'm gonna kill you. <laughs> Sounds good. It's all gonna be fun in games so you start dying. Sounds about right. Literally, can you can you tell Ani's exploding you with their mind? <laughs> <laughs> I am. I can't stop thinking about straight Silas. Literally, what in the world? Keegan. Does like does Silas actually like believe that he's straight or did he just say that? I think the more and more they say it, I don't think they they believe it, but <laughs> No, but like episode episode 1, Silas arrives to camp. Do they are they straight? Yes. That's how they identify? You're a liar. <laughs> You're lying to me and everyone on this podcast. <laughs> you know, Don't. it's totally straight to, like, find guys a bit cute and to, like, 
laugh and twirl your hair when you're like texting with them. It's like a normal thing. I'm Do really Silas and Rodney text during the year? Is this what you're implying? Absolutely insane. Do they even like a Snapchat streak? <gasps> they should totally have a Snapchat streak. They gotta keep the streak up, you know? Like what do you do? What do you do now that you don't have service? The streak breaks every summer when they finally get to see each yeah. other in person. They just streak in other ways. <laughs> okay, I found I found it. I found it. We're going back. <laughs> Shut up. Okay, welcome back to Lording Bond. <laughs> what did you say like last episode we were talking about how silas fucks that white boy we did not say that on mic there was no way we said that on mic absolutely i I totally thought we were recording when i said that no we put we said that in chat we said that in the discord no i also said it out loud. no i do believe that it was out loud Oh my god. So I remember being unable to control my laughter. Okay, so Winter, um, this thing jumps on you and takes a bite directly into your shoulder. Oh god! Please please mark one arm. My shoulder. I think I immediately turned to Bethany Imogen. I'm like, you guys should leave. We should all leave. (laughs) Is Is that all you're doing? I mean, do I get to hit back? Yeah. There's okay. no one else. It's just you. Then I guess I'm I guess I'll I have my um knife on me that was established. Mm-hmm. Um it's a one harm weapon. May I attempt to slash and or stab at this chupacabra? Yep, give me a kick some ass. That's plus tough, right? Mm-hmm. I think I I think one of my abilities. It does not. I just checked. <laughs> I thought I had the thing where you could roll with weird instead of tough. Mm-mm. I don't. Mm-mm. Why don't I? I thought I took that. Mm. Five. Sorry, what? Five. Hmm. So that's going to be um, a failure. Please mark your experience. What? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry to say a six and under is a failure. Um, and on top of that, because you failed, you've left yourself open. So what it looks like is this thing has bitten into your shoulder. You have reached for your knife. And before um, you can swing at it, it takes its other hand and pins you to the ground. So it um, now has you, it's like dug into your shoulder and it is using all of its weight to force you onto the ground. Uh, Take a minus one forward for your next attack. As this is happening, you see Bethany is sort of like um, in a state of shock and has froze. And you see Imogen 
um, seeing what is happening is also in a state of shock, but in more of a dissociative state and is like, okay, 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 this is, we don't go, we don't go into the forest and, and like, uh, not dissociative, it's having like a panic attack, but, um, it does not seem like a panic attack, like she is surprised that there's a mythological creature in the forest more so that she is afraid of dying bethany on the other hand is sort of standing there rod straight staring at it mouth open just just seems it seems like her brain can't seem to put those pieces together and so it is like buffering trying to um reconcile what she sees and what her belief system is. Um, and they are both um, sort of like not helpful in this moment. And you see the other Chupacabra that's been in the bushes seeing that they have both chosen not to flee and are uh, sort of just standing there begins to skulk out of the 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 bushes these things kind of walk they're bipedal they're bipedal and they walk on four legs but when they're like bipedal they kind of like look like little t-rexes they kind of walk like this but they have like big long claws they're like pangolins (laughs) have you ever seen a pangolin walk those are my favorite things to watch walk they're so fun yeah um Um, is there anything i could do to get them to leave or is this like not my turn yet um we will come back to you in a second as the second chupacabra kind of walks out of the bushes and begins to um, go for um, it's sort of like doesn't attack yet but is sort of circling them um, trying to decide which one uh, he wants to try and attack first and we return back or before we get back to that my people who are in the forest a ways back you're about i'm gonna say silas is probably not silas is still in camp that whole process probably um took longer um than it did for winter to leave so silas is probably about 10 minutes behind you guys the two of you are probably about five minutes away from where um winter is kind of sneaking around when you start to hear like growling and snapping um and it sounds like there might be some sort of wild animal that has come looking for food so can we run toward it yeah i'll say it'll probably take until after this next round of everyone doing stuff but then you will be able to come in at the very end sort of like how you win at the very end of this round. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm gonna move. Um, I think also Anwen will probably full shift now. Full shift. Let let's paint me a picture. What does that look like? Yeah. So Anwen sort of stops for a second, like is not really moving, and you see that she sort of seems to like become unnaturally still. Um. And, like, I feel like there's sort of, like, a pressure around. You can sort of feel it. Um, 
and then there's like a lot of cracking noises and like it's like it's kind of painful like it's not it's it's a the whole body is changing so she sort of hardens to stone and she, and like changes form at the same time um and then when she gets up from the like seated sort of like seated lion position there's also sort of like a, probably like a kind of shimmer in the air ah. maple like reaches you... out their hand to like grab a shimmer yeah. <laughs> yeah it's kind of like a heat wave sort of thing but it's like a little sparklier and what does Anwen in their full in her full shifted form look like um so she probably looks sort of Sort of like um, if you've seen like stone guardian lions that are statues that are set on either side of the entrances to buildings and houses and things. Sort of like that, but um, it, you know, the, the anatomy is a little different, a little bit more practical. I guess what I'm asking here is, is Anwen like a full lion or oh, is yeah, Anwen there in are... a sort of like humanoid form? No, an there are big teeth. Anwen's just a lion. Um, okay. If there's, okay. yeah, and any speech I think will just sort of Anwen's like a magical creature though doesn't think of herself as one is like this isn't magic this is just the things I can do so I think also like Anwen can probably still talk but it just sort of like you're like why the mouth isn't moving properly but the the words are still coming out kind of right okay so yeah sick um, we are gonna shift back to winter. Winter, you are pinned on the ground. This chupacabra has bitten into your shoulder, and it is going to do a, a blood suck attack. So you take that's another, my blood. Yep, and you take another two harm. Two, two harm. Should not have failed that roll. I didn't mean to. Well, now you're in a bad position. And you're about to cost Maple her job. So, good going, Winter. <laughs> um, hey, now. That's not... Chill out. <laughs> We've got this under control. Um, Asterisk. Winter, what are you doing? <laughs> um... My hero instincts say to try to get Bethany and Imogen to leave, to like snap them out of it. But I think I need to worry about myself right now because I think I'm in a bit of a worse way than they are. It's just a little bit. So I'm going to try to stab it again, I guess, with my knife or yeah. Okay. I only rolled a seven. Okay. Did you, and I hate to say this, did you account for the minus one forward that you took? I didn't. So... Um, I'm going to mark luck to make that a 12. Okay. Mark a luck point. Okay. Um, Our first luck point. Our first luck point of the game. I forgot so, I could do that to avoid taking harm, but at least I remembered I could do it on the attack. <laughs> so, on a 12 plus, with a kicks a mass roll, mm -hmm. you can uh, gain complete advantage. All hunters involved in the fight get a plus one forward. 
uh, you can suffer no harm at all. Or your attack inflicts double the harm. Your attack drives your enemy away. Um, I will also say, this is just a general thing to remind people. Um, you can also read a bad situation when you're in these sort of things and get answers as to what's the best way in, what's the best oh. way out, is there anything I haven't noticed, um, what's the biggest threat, what's most vulnerable to me. So that's something also to keep in mind. Not for right now when you're pinned to the ground, but just to remember. But yes, winter. If I um, use that um, 12 plus to drive the enemy away, can I basically like have like with my stab shoved it off of me and like kind of start crawling backwards like they do in horror movies and shit? Yes. So what this looks like is this thing is bitten into your shoulder it's dug its claws into the dirt pinning you down Mm -hmm. and it begins to drink your blood and you feel your skin get taut and (gasps) my beautiful youthful skin you lose a little bit of your vitality as your blood is taken from your body and you feel your skin feel dry and you can feel almost like your organs kind of getting like vacuum sealed as this is being like pulled from you in a very quick and like um sort of dangerous way you can feel the way that having this blood removed from you and this sensation is causing your body to sort of like compress and for everything to pull in um and i need a green smoothie pronto what is wrong with you i'm really sorry (laughs) um and as this is happening you manage to get your knife from your pocket. It is more focused on drawing blood from you than it is on pinning you in this moment. And you are able to drive the knife into its rib cage and push with enough force to where it loses some of its balance. And it has now been knocked off of you. Um, you said you wanted to drive the enemy enemy away in a route that's the effect that you're using yes and i'm gonna i'm gonna like on my i i know i recognize this isn't effective but for the visual aesthetic of it i want to like crawl backwards like on my elbows like they do in horror movies not face like not turning away from it sick this thing backs up from you injured um how much harm does your uh knife do only one okay it takes one one harm and at this point the other chupacabra um sees that you've managed to sort of slink away uh from the first one and it is not a stupid creature and so i think as you sort of attack this creature and back away which ultimately brings you closer towards it it is going to move around to the other side of bethany and imogen um and uh back up a little bit so it's moving away from away from all of you three and towards the camp it's it's backing away from you guys and it's going to go for easier easier prey bad um at 
this point, I think Imogen manages to calm herself down a little bit, seeing that you're injured and it's like, okay, okay, um, Winter, what should we do? What should we do? You guys should run away. Okay. okay. Go get, go get Chip. <laughs> I don't, I don't think Chip's going to be helpful here. Go to sleep. Sleep? Go, go. You're bleeding. I don't want you guys to get hurt. <laughs> okay. 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 And okay. I'm not crying. I was, Yeah. I didn't see any tears. Okay, cool. <laughs> um, and Imogen is going to grasp Bethany's hand, like a uh, forearm really tightly, and sort of uh, begin pulling them out of this um, scenario and begins also running towards the camp in the opposite direction that the chupacabra, the second chupacabra is running. And from there, we come back to um Anwen and Maple who I will now put you guys on the board oh, oh. Really huge sorry huge sorry. Maple so tall <laughs> yeah very large um okay these what what are you guys doing? You've now entered this area. Um, I think, honestly, what enables you to get here as quick as you do, um, Maple, you probably ride in. <laughs> ah! I was going to say, is it okay if Maple rides on my back and we, like... That's so cool! <laughs> That's definitely what gets you there as fast as I you do. I do want to yeah. say, Maple would never, like be presumptuous about it would absolutely have just been like sprinting until Anwin said he should just yeah. climb on my back like get on yeah <laughs> um but you guys are here yeah. now what are you doing i have like a sort of keep my momentum it's okay to like, keep my momentum going uh, and just keep uh, running can i like just like hop off of Anwin so that Anwin can like run without like, kind of just sliding off while Anwen is still sprinting, just so Anwen doesn't have to care about Maple. I did that with like... a horse once. Yeah, go ahead. Okay, cool. I I just do that. Do I have to roll anything to just yeah. do that? No, I'll let you do that. Yay. Yeah. Can I just run uh, in and bite it? Yeah, go ahead. Yay. I roll my tough. Yep. And do I have forward? No. You do not have a forward. Okay, I failed. So... Oh. <laughs> well, mark experience. Can it just be that I fully just ran and I missed because I, I had too much momentum? Mm -hmm. And I really go for that bite. And it's just like one foot too far. And it's really embarrassing. Yeah, so and when you take off at full speed, you're running at this wolf dog humanoid hybrid and you go to stop and overestimate and kind of like go yeah. too far. I never learned like, how to drift. Yeah, you kind of over yeah. my family over was like, Yeah, you gotta learn how to how to do turns and I was like, When am I gonna need to do that? 
Yeah. And so you, you overturn a little bit and miss. Um, and But as you go by, this thing uh, attacks you. Yeah. with one of its claws so How? take one harm question uh, i don't i don't take harm uh i i take zero harm then it's minus one minus one because i'm immortal i take minus oh. one harm yeah because i'm i the way i think of it is because i'm stone mm-hmm. i'll take minus one harm okay yeah. question anwin yes how how big is stone guardian Oh, what? this one? It's like the size of the ones outside the New York Public Library. They that kind of like rip it me. off. I'm not in New York. Sorry, I just realized that. Um, like <laughs> big. <laughs> I would say probably like uh maybe like three and a half, three feet at shoulder. So the head's probably up to like Okay, I was gonna say like massive, probably not even six feet, but like, you know. I mean, if a three, to be fair, if a three, like, by the shoulder tall stone lion came running at me. Yeah, it's it's terrible. how you measure, like, horse height, Ani, at the shoulder. Oh, like, going up. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I thought you, you were talking about, like, going long. <laughs> no. It's like, not big. How no, big like, three feet tall lions. at the shoulder and then, yeah. Oh, um, I looked up and the lions are 11 feet. I don't know if that that helps wow i think anwin's still growing because anwin's a baby like in the, <laughs> in the grand scheme of lions anwin's only like 19 her mm-hmm. mom is like 2000 so <laughs> mm-hmm. so yeah she's not very big yet i don't think little itty bitty okay. but yeah but it's still, still big like yeah <laughs> you're like a little baby you're a cub yeah just comparatively really itty bitty <laughs> yeah um yeah your mom huge in her lion form oh yeah she's pushing like eight nine feet your mom is large yeah um maple would you like to do anything absolutely so one of the chupacabras is very close to winter i see winter injured on the on the ground with like a bite in her shoulder maple goes cuckoo bananas (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like sorry to say uh maple like rips off her necklace and it like shit i guess this is the first time winter and Anne would actually see this happen um maple rips off the necklace or was like using it as a flashlight uh <laughs> while we were walking in the woods doesn't really matter but like has it off and then sees it turn into the honey wand and she just fucking she's like I told you to stay away from these woods and you did not listen to me. Uh, not to winter, talking to the chupacabras. <laughs> um, obviously, I don't want her to be careful. Um, but this isn't her fault. She's not the one who has to get attacked. Um, <laughs> uh, and Maple tries to beat the shit out of this thing. Okay, uh, roll ass. plus tough. Uh, eight. Mixed success. Sick. Um, Okay, do your damage. Okay, my honey wand does two, right? I should have this memorized. Three. So, okay. You can do a smite. Or you can do do your weapon attack. Your smite counts as... Always counts as a weakness. Which means that it'll do more damage towards killing it. 
but it does less harm. So it does two harm, but it will get it closer to dying. Um, or you can do three harm, but it won't kill it. Okay, well, I can at least stun it if I use my hammer. So it already took one harm. Mm-hmm. I don't know how many HP these things have. Uh, I'll, I'll listen. It said it kill it dies with sunlight. My wand glows. I'm gonna go with the wand. So three harm. Okay. I will say your wand glowing does not know, count as sunlight. But though. I'm just that's okay. Maple's brain. Okay. Um. That is three more harm. This thing is looking injured. Um, and it is in return. Um, it kind of snarls and snaps at you and moves itself into an advantageous position closer to winter. Um, Winter is the most injured out of the three of you and figures it can at the very least probably kill Winter before it can kill the two of you. Yeah, but it probably can. Um, Don't say that. It moves moves itself. It like kind of um, backs away from you too and moves closer to Winter um, prepared to attack. And we are going to start at the top of the round again. Winter, what are you doing? You are injured. I guess I'd like to read a bad situation really quick just to make sure that I have a full handle on exactly what's going on here. So I'm going to roll plus sharp. Okay. (laughs) Which luckily is way better than my tub. Um, that is a 10. Okay. What are you asking me? Um, what's my best way out? Are there any dangers we haven't noticed? And, um, I guess what's most vulnerable to me in, like, what's the best thing I can do right now? Like, what's the most vulnerable to my attacks, if anything? So your best way out is probably because you are the most injured you will probably be one of the slower people here your best way out is probably to ride Anwen out Anwen is a full animal and will run a lot faster than you were and if you needed to make a quick exit you get the feeling that Anwen would probably be your best option Anwen will can get can Anwen be like kind of closer to the ground Anwen's like with the intent of being easy to jump oh on. yeah no i don't think it would be hard for okay, cool. winter to mount um are there any dangers you haven't noticed winter it occurs to you in this moment a piece of trivia about chupacabras that you read a bit ago <laughs> just imagining winter having a mind palace moment right winter I your brain to me I imagine is just like one large conspiracy board and as you're doing this analysis I'm pulling on the strings you're pulling on a string and the string reminds you there are rumors that chupacabras travel in um 
packs sometimes. And those packs are usually small families of about five. You know you've killed one of them. And there's two here. That means that there are two unaccounted for. Hmm. Tucking that away for later. And what's most vulnerable to you? Uh, what is most vulnerable to you at this moment is probably Bethany. You're not sure why, but you get the feeling that Imogen can hold her own and the one Chupacabra is running away from this whole scene is unharmed and the second one is sort of um, is the most dangerous to you at this moment as it's focused on you. But Bethany seems to be the person that is most vulnerable in this situation. Okay, okay, gotcha, gotcha. I think I misunderstood the question, but I get it now. Um, and if you act on these answers, you get a plus one. Um, yes. I, I think I'm gonna... This is probably so stupid. If I can, like, um, if I can roll to protect someone and kind of back up a little so I am in front of Bethany just to make sure that nothing happens to her. I know that I sent them away, so they're kind of in movement right now. Um, I will will say, reading a bad situation probably took most of your, it's not D&D, you don't have, like, an action, but, like, in this moment, that the camera is following you, that we're focusing on what Winter is doing, you spent that moment, that time, um, seeing what is advantageous and disadvantageous Mm. in the situation. I will say you can move, you can take, like, the rest, seeing this, you can survey the situation and move towards them. But I don't think you can protect her or protect them right now. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, But you can begin to angle yourself so the next time the camera comes back around to you you are able to protect yeah or i might just um i might still use my use like movement and kind of keep just trying to get away from the chupacabra but maybe angle myself more towards anwin so if i do need to make an expeditious retreat i can i can hop up okay so they're just going to keep backing away. Okay. So Anwen is sort of like over here. Anwen, you're kind of on the other side of the Chupacabra. Maple, you're in close with it. Um, and Winter, you have started to back away. So everyone should see where they are at this point. Um, Bethany, or Imogen continues to drag Bethany Um, So they are running at sort of like a wide angle away from this chupacabra. Um, And the second one doesn't see them as threats um, or does see them as some sort of threat in the sense that like realizes that maybe this is they bit off a little bit more than they can chew and is also heading towards camp, but um, not in the same direction. It's sort of giving them space because he doesn't want to deal with whatever comes with attacking these bystanders um and at this point 
we see. Silas, you have managed to catch up with everyone after all of this. Um, what are you doing? Um, I think... Let's see how close I am to winter. Um, I can get there. Yeah, it's not dandy. I need to remember it's not dandy. No, you don't have you don't have a movement. You don't have to worry about squares. <laughs> you can just run. Um, Silas is going to run up to winter, seeing that she's bleeding out and sort of a lot's happening right now. Magic is real, and now my friend is a lion story of their life so far um i think they're gonna use magic and they're what they're doing is just sort of like checking with you like oh my god um are you are you good no you're not good you're bleeding um I, i'm gonna put pressure make sure you don't bleed out um good work team i don't know how this works and they're gonna try to heal one harm from an injury using use magic okay give me a roll for it i am gonna give you a roll and it's gonna be weird please oh wait no <gasps> yeah success Woo. okay um this works without issues winter you can heal a harm. You see sort of as Silas lays um, his hand on you, um, a little bit of moss travels from his fingers over the injury on your shoulder. It covers it a little bit, and you stop bleeding. That's a weird band-aid, dude. Is it hurting you? Is it bad? No, no. It's. I mean, it's not bad. I feel. I feel good. I feel good. Okay, cool. This is something I can do, I guess. Okay. I'm glad. Um, Silas, you do hear just an ever so slight disapproving in the back of your head, though. Um, Maple, Anwen, what are we doing? What are you... Um, I'd like to try and collect the two most, like, at least winter, be like, get on. And, um, I don't think I could carry three people, so I don't know if I would mm -hmm. actually uh, be able to Maple get- Maple does not want to leave. Maple is No, I mean upset. Bethany and Imogen. Ah. Uh, mm -hmm. Yeah, who are on their way leaving. But I think I want to- You said, um, that, like, Imogen- wouldn't wait was bethany the one who like kind of isn't prepared for this at all yes so imogen has the vibe of maybe that she can hold her on okay yeah so i think i'll try and pick up bethany holy shit bethany's brain is going to explode <laughs> but i want to be also like my the voice that comes out like while i'm in this form is not recognizable as Anwen's voice and I think Anwen's going to like with the intent of bringing them to the edge of the forest then going back into the forest to shift back mm -hmm. so that it's still you know for all they know a stone lion might have just simply appeared uh I'm gonna say you can do this so yay you take them and you begin do you also take winter yeah yeah take winter for sure winter first because winter's injured 
and then I'll ask, like I'm not going to just like I'm gonna be like do you want a ride <laughs> to Bethany um I think Bethany in this moment is like oh not able to make a decision yeah and it's just like oh, uh, uh, I'll just and Imogen is still sort of pulling Bethany along mm-hmm. oddly enough Imogen is running very fast okay so i think i will then just sort of i'm telling you ever nudge since imagine vampire realism i'm telling you it's been cooking in here ever <laughs> since you mentioned them being tired during the day mm. imogen's wow. moving imogen's um, and you do like alice Collins. sorry <laughs> i will also stay you notice two things okay imogen is running at a speed not as fast as you, but it's definitely keeping up with you, which is mm-hmm. a little odd for someone That's who's running on odd. two feet. Yeah. Um, also, you see as you approach them with Winter, who's injured on your back, Bethany, or sorry, Imogen, um, and Bethany by proxy because she's being, po- or they're being pulled by Imogen, um, begins to back away from you. How sort of bow? Um, do you think that will help you would have to give me some sort of role to figure out what's okay. going on here but we can't do that can't yeah, do that right now no worries so all i know is winter's on my back and is being taken away from danger which is the most important thing to anwin yeah so you two head off they're also heading off the map can you make so- my little token big like a little big <laughs> yes <laughs> Okay. Too large. Uh, Maple, give me one second. No, you got. I got. You got it. You got it. I got it. It's all good. Ugh, this is just like our first combat. Silas and Maple. We're gonna kick some ass. We all got it. We all got it. Sometimes I love you get to join combat. I was about to say. Sometimes you get to join combat and then immediately just. Boom, boom, pow, pathetic. No, you're, it's good. Winter's just a damsel. Mm-hmm. I think it's me personally. I am a knight, and yet I can only ever play like boy princes <laughs> who require a knight to, to help them because they're frail. Have you considered rolling care not rolling characters? This is in D and D. Have you considered playing characters that don't have a minus one tough? Honestly, no. <laughs> well, no. consider it. I also don't have a minus one tough. I have a zero tough. I just got a minus one forward because I failed the roll and the the chupacabra pinned me down and started sucking my blood. Okay, Maple, what are you doing? <laughs> okay, so punching kills them. Whereas, is what you've told me, or at least. So, your the way that it works is, uh, you have a move that says smite. Your body and divine weapon always count as a weakness against monsters you fight. Your unarmed attacks are two harm, intimate hand, and messy. So you can use your fists. Oh, I guess you could also use your. Because it says, body My divine and weapon divine also weapon. counts. All right, so you can use your divine weapon in this. Oh my god. Sorry. 
my, this roll 20 is a nightmare because all of our icons are like in the way of my character sheet yeah smite my body and divine weapon always count as a weakness against monsters i just really loved the visual of mabel being able to one two punch some motherfuckers uh but yeah i'll just I mean, it's... you could do it with your hands if you if you want that visual. We can give you that visual. Yeah, but mechanically, my weapon is better. Just three, not two. <laughs> okay. Um, it's dark out, or is it like sunset? It's dark. It's it's nighttime. It's nighttime. Yeah, so there's no fucking sunlight. Uh, in any case, Maple, Maple's upset. Maple's ward has been injured was healed but was injured and kicks a mass wants to kill this thing Uh, oh Oh, i'm rolling so good i got a 13 (laughs) a 13 i rolled a six and a five and i have plus two tough oh that's how you do it make me sick i'm sorry (laughs) Sorry, okay. I need to protect pick, my ward, Ani. Pick a 12 plus effect. <laughs> uh, where are they? Hunter move reference. Kick some ass. Okay. I inflict terrible harm. Okay, so we're going to do double harm. We're on the advanced section because you rolled a 13, not a 10 plus. Oh. So at the very bottom where it says advanced. Advanced is not. Got it. Uh, yes. Your attack inflicts double the amount of harm then. Okay. Um, Maple, what does this look like as you kill this creature? Okay. Uh, I don't want it to just be like I am beating you to death but I think that's just what it is it, <laughs> like this honey wand is a blunt weapon and it's just like if this was like a, sh- a, like a show like the camera would be point of view the chupacabra and would be like looking up at maple and then like the honey wand lowers the screen goes black yes and <laughs> And you see, Silas, what you see in this is you see Maple lift up the honey wand. And as as that shot happens, as we see the wand coming down and the screen go black, you watch as Maple lifts up the honey wand, angry that um, Winter has t- took as much damage as, as she did. You see it as Maple swings, the honey wand glows brighter and brighter until eventually it almost is giving off its own light source and it just comes down and you see that the um the screen goes black the chupacabra is dead and for a brief moment you feel um blinded as this bright honey wand makes contact um and it's dead. Maple like lowers her arm and says, I told you to stay away. And I think immediately like whips her head around 
um, and like is considering running after the other one. <laughs> but only considering. Is it over? Silas says. It's not breathing. I made sure of that. Yeah, but are there more? Yes. We saw the other one. Right? Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. It's going It's going the other way. I can run quickly. I don't know if I can run that quickly. Camp, by the way. Yeah. It's going towards the campgrounds. Yeah, I think... Well, never, I'll, I'll tell you when I, it's my turn. Because it's quite... I mean, it's still there, but... I mean, Mabel's going to start sprinting. But... I don't really have... I'm not great at range. I'm mostly good when I'm beating things to the ground. But if I can catch up, I can beat that thing into the ground. That Chupacabra has probably about a 10, 15 minute head start on you. So yeah. it is definitely going to reach <laughs> camp before you do. So um, uh, Anwen is probably our only shot at getting there quickly. But Anwen's going in the other direction. So Yeah, we were going sort of like diverged. So we're going in the same general direction, but not... You're both going to camp, but you're going to different places. Yeah, in camp. so well, I think what Anwen's going to do is drop them at the edge of the forest and then run after the other one. Okay. Um, I and should I oh. roll to like investigate to like try and figure out where where it is? Actually, what I need you to do. Oh, is I need you I need to, to act, act under, under pressure. pressure. Yeah. Your Wait. curse is that you do Does not function. Oh, as once well. I leave them, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you do not function as well once yeah. you're by yourself, and you are chasing I this thing by yourself. Yeah, in like the heat of the moment, Anwen's like, "Yeah, like this is fine," and then Anwen's in the forest alone and is freaking out. I roll sharp or cool. Yes, sharp. Uh, cool plus cool. No, <laughs> I would much rather roll sharp. Too bad it's plus cool. Uh, mixed success. Okay. Um, um, so you manage to stay, you get a mixed success. So you don't feel that crushing weight of solitude crush you and you don't get forcibly shifted back to your human form. You're able to stay in the wear lion form, but you, as you're running towards the sink, you hear voices in your head and it's the voices of your mother, your father, your brother, and you, your, you know, your grandparents and you hear them always saying, don't stray too far. Don't go by yourself. We can't, we can't make sure you're safe if you're alone. And you feel the weight of that solitude, something you're not familiar with, because you spend, you've spent your entire life with a twin that you were attached to, you were homeschooled, you were always with family or in community. And it feels heavy in this moment. Um, but you were able to um, 
maintain your form and you can use your superior smell to track this chupacabra mm-hmm. so you are able to find it yay um, I'm a, what do you i want to bite it you want to bite it okay roll uh kick some ass mixed success okay um are you biting it are you yeah i'm biting it i'm using my it's one of my moves is yeah 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 um so you bite into this thing and um you do some damage it looks hurt um and in return you see that it um you bite into it and it pulls it uses its hand its claws to anchor itself on you and pull you closer like you're already really Mm -hmm. close but it's already intimate it's already intimate but it pulls your body forward so you guys are essentially it has pulled you close enough to where your entire body is laying on top of it and it digs that's kind of fucked up yeah and it digs its claws into your sides and begins to sort of like with its claws pull like just scratch the inside and sort of try and tear as much as it can from mm-hmm. inside of you um and you take two harm back so then so with your yes yeah, so uh, it's one one yeah mm-hmm. um and we wrap around to wait i need it to be known that Ewan goes youch <laughs> okay um yeah that's all um silas maple maple you're running silas you're following maple what are you doing hold on let me look at the map i do just want to put it out there that before maple like broke out into a sprint maple like grabbed silas's hand and said thank you for healing winter and then bolted Ooh, are, are, is Mabel going deeper into the woods or Mabel towards... is chasing after the so I guess from like a tactical thing I guess we're kind of doing a like a linchpin sort of thing so it's like uh, Anne Wynn was going the one way and then Mabel was chasing after it in the other way gotcha alright I think like behind um, it whereas Mabel I guess Beagle Anne Wynn did it the other way <laughs> the other direction from camp towards the Chupacabra, whereas Maple was chasing after it. In a V shape. Ah, like geese. Um, I want to do a help action, but I wonder if I can, like, do it for, like, when Maple acts next. Does that work? Yeah, there's no turn order. I can just go before you. We're coming from a... I know you're coming from a D&D background where everything is very logical and it has a very particular order, but we do not have that here. This is so a, if you want to help... Keegan, this is a TV show. You have to picture yeah. it in your head as a TV show. How how does this framing look? How do you help Maple? What does this look like? What are you doing? Um, I think when Maple holds Silas's hand and thanks them for healing winter a bit of moss like creeps up um where 
Mabel held their hand and they go, uh, kick some ass. Okay, roll plus cool. No. Wait, you know what? Shit, I'm gonna roll luck because it's too cool. I'm gonna I'm gonna do a luck. Um, I don't care. Can I do that? Interesting. Interesting. Yeah, you can you can roll luck. You can take a luck point. I'm gonna take a luck point because this is too cool to not have work. So this this happens. You give Maple this um, bit of help. Um, so for Maple's next role, whatever uh, they get, they get to act as if it's a 12 with this uh, luck that you have used. And so you press your hand into Maple's and you that bit of moss transfers from your hand into Maple's hands. And you hear that voice in the back of your head get a little bit louder. It goes, you're asking for a lot tonight. Do not, I swear, do not deny me next time I ask for a favor in kind. I won't. Um, and then Maple takes off into the forest. Winter, you're on the edge of camp. You're very injured. What are you doing? Um, trying to stop the bleeding. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Um, I don't know if there's much I can do for the purposes of like, of like the mechanics of the game. Mm-hmm. The action use magic. Mm-hmm. Winter yay, winter nay. Winter yay, you have to narratively make it make sense. Gotcha. If you can give me a narrative reason in which Winter would be able to use magic or a magic item, I will let you do it. But it has to make narrative sense. I think maybe... Because um, it would be awesome if I could heal myself or heal another harm. And the only way I could think to do that is, like, narratively, is if I, if Anwen dropped me off near where um, Maple had the, like, rendezvous where mm-hmm. the forest spirit said to protect, said to make sure I didn't um, get unstable. Mm-hmm. And so if I was maybe near that magic place, I could see that influencing and I could use my action to use magic if you'd allow that. Roll, let's do just a a fortune roll. Roll me a d6, 2d6. And let's see, let's see what happens here. An eight. There's a five on one die and a three on the other. Okay. So what I will say, mm-hmm. you are standing at the edge of this forest, incredibly injured. Not 
bleeding a ton like you were before, but underneath the moss, there's a slow but steady trickle of blood dripping down your arm and your shoulder and onto your, staining your polo as it drips down from your shoulder around your collar. I should have taken off my fucking camp polo. I'm going to need a new one. Fuck. I mean, they probably gave you multiple. They're not expecting you to do laundry every day, certainly. Yeah, but they also weren't expecting me to bleed all over it. God damn it. And as you're having this, these thoughts, um, and the blood is trickling down, um, you feel the wind pick up, and it sort of caresses your face a little bit. Um, and... Um, it in this moment you feel like it may you may feel it it caresses your face and it makes you feel a little bit better roll the use magic all righty and this is weird it's a weird roll yes hey it is a weird roll weird because winter's not magic i failed (laughs) i rolled a five i am going to say wait i forgot to add my things it's a um seven a seven Mm -hmm. okay so you heal one harm but It, the moss on your shoulder begins to spread um, in a way that does not feel particularly uh, helpful. It begins to crawl up. You feel it crawl up your back and dig itself into uh, your the side of your shoulder and the back of your neck a little bit. Okay. Okay, Moss. Okay. There wasn't an injury there, Moss. Okay. I'm going to have to talk to Silas about this. You feel it take root a little bit, but it heals the harm. Cool, 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 cool. No doubt, no doubt, no doubt. Um, I... Eventually, if I have to wait till next turn, I want to start heading back in the direction of where everyone used to be. Oh, I will also say as this moss spreads and it kind of digs into the back of your neck, you hear also hear a voice that says, Hello, dear. I don't think we've met. Yeah, I think I'd remember you. I got I gotta go now, but thanks for the introduction. Bye-bye. What the fuck? Oh, you've got a sense of humor. I can work with that. <laughs> wow. Um, and Winter, the camera you cast moves. a spell! I didn't mean to, I swear. <laughs> the camera moves and refocuses on Anwen. Uh, this thing is biting into you. Or has its claws dug into you. You're biting into it. Um... It's injured, but it doesn't look like it's dying. What are you doing? 
I mean, I'm sort of stalling for time too, right? While people are <laughs> going to be coming on their way. So, can I try? Oh, oh yeah? sorry, I forgot. This thing gets to attack as well. Um, so it has anchored itself into mm-hmm. you. Um, and it is going to bite into you. Um, which does another two harm as it um, you're sort of in like a mutual biting situation. Can I try and like pin it with my very dense weight? Like roll onto it sort of? Like how are we positioned? I'm wondering. So it's kind of um, you're kind of laying on top of each other. So like Imagine like, that you. I hate to say this. Like, who's on top? You're. <laughs> and when, uh, in her lion form is on top, the okay. chupacabra so... is underneath you and has like dug yeah. itself. So like, in. probably won't be able to get away, even if I faint or whatever, because mm-hmm. I'm quite heavy. Um. <laughs> Sorry, I've been big on this solid bones thing. I don't know if we ever explained that. Anwin has solid bones. Like a reverse bird. Yeah. because. Um, so, I mean, I'll stoned. probably just bite it again then. Okay. Um, You do... Uh, roll kick yeah. some ass. And kick some ass is just a tough roll? Tough roll. Yeah. Yay! I do three harm. Damn. You also get an extra effect. I do? Mm-hmm. Oh. Um. How do I know what... The, the extra effects are you gain advantage, you can take uh, plus one forward, or you can give plus one oh. forward to another hunter... Um, you inflict terrible harm, so it takes an extra harm. You suffer less harm, so you take one less harm. Mm-hmm. Or you force them where you want them, which basically means on your next roll. Um, well, it means a couple different things. It means that on your next roll, you could get a forward. It can mean, excuse me, if it was like pinning down. Um, yeah, I think I'll... Like, oh, yeah, sorry. Winter, you could push it off. So it's it's about being able to move it in the position that you want it to be in. Okay. Can I grapple it into a more, like, a position where I'm, so it's no longer clawing at me, and so I'm, like, holding it down? And yes. It, it's not, it can't get to me as easily? Yes. I will say that you are able to uh, bite down and just sort of, like, kind of headbutt it a little bit. So mm-hmm. it, like... You kind of headbutt it enough to where because yeah, I don't have sunlight, is, so I need to. Yeah, wait. it's pushed deeper into the ground mm-hmm. and kind of like dizzies it a little bit, so it's not able okay. to anchor itself as well as it could. Cool. Um. So yeah, just sort of chilling there, waiting for my besties. <laughs> sick. Um, Silas Maple, this is you guys. Okay, we arrive at the scene. You arrive at the scene. Alrighty, if Anwin's holding that thing down, Maple just uh, run like, you know, sprinting is like, thank you for getting Winter out of this fight to Anwin. 
and then wants to beat this thing to death as well. So going to roll to kick some ass. What does it does it mean? Uh, Silas's help. What does that mean for me in this role? Do I have to roll? Um. So Silas rolled used a luck point, which means that the help action was a twelve, and with a help action, where you get a twelve you basically get a 12 on whatever you try to do next. Okay. So whatever you want to do next, act as if you got a 12. Cool. Uh, in which case, yeah, Maple definitely... She's just... They're mad. Uh, like, Winter was not supposed to get hurt. And because Winter... They go, because Maple, like, was hanging back, Winter got very close to getting past the point of no return for, like, the requirement of the forest. And so Maple's just really mad. And then, so this attack is just going to inflict double the harm. She just Sick. wants these things dead in the ground. You did it. You killed it. It is dead. You, once again, it's, what is, what is this, what does it look like on the TV show this time? Okay, well, Anwin's helping out this time because mm-hmm. Anwin has, still has the teeth in there. Mm-hmm. So I think is very careful not to like attack anywhere where, it, like, is it if if like Anwin is biting the shoulder is not going to hit near the shoulder doesn't want to accidentally hurt Anwin's teeth or anything, um, but it's just like going for like the stomach or like mm-hmm. the head whatever is vulnerable and not going okay. to harm Anwin. I have a good idea of a visual. Do you want to hear it? Yes, I would love to hear it. So Anwin, you headbutt this thing you make it a little bit dizzy and you use that moment in which it's stunned to roll over and push it. So you're on the bottom and it's on the top. And at that, using that momentum lines it up perfectly for Mabel to bring the honey hammer down and cave its skull in. Um, So it is dead, but you are covered in bits of blood and gore. That's fine. I'm literally a stone lion right now. I, that is so. not gross to me at all. But I do yeah. go, yeah! <laughs> Maple's just like, like panting. Are there any more? I am going to do a little bit of a retcon in this moment. Originally, I said there were five. I'm going to say that there are three right now because honestly, you guys did the work of killing it and finding its weakness. So it doesn't feel necessary to drag it out more to um, continue to kill these monsters. You know, Mm -hmm. it feels like we'll be getting into a little bit of overkill if then you have to like go find more monsters, do another fight. Yeah. So, um, this winter that moment that thread that you pulled where you remembered that chupacabras tend to travel in packs um, i was this... i was wrong i misremembered it's three what? not five. Oh, what a relief i'm so there's moss all over me <laughs> <laughs> have we killed two or three of them oh we killed three yeah Yay. i killed I killed one last time. Mm. Oh, true, true, true. Yeah. I killed. Oh. Maple's a bit of a murderer. (laughs) (laughs) Maple does a lot of murder. It's very nice. Maple's very good at killing things. That is true about Maple. This is exciting. Um, so you have 
killed these chupacabras. And the camp, for now, is safe. What are you doing? I think Maple is very tired. Maple just sprinted across the forest. <laughs> I think just sort of like, you know, panting, the neck the hammer turns back into a necklace and then just sort of doesn't faint, but like forehead kind of clunks against uh Anwin's stone body, just like kind of has gone a little limp. Maple does that clink and goes, ow. Is there anyone here who doesn't, like, is Maple, who's in in this, like, Um, so it's you and Maple together, and then Silas at this point is probably slowly coming in. But nobody who doesn't know. I can shift back? Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna shift back, but first I'll, like, roll around in the grass a bit to get the chupacabra guts off of me. (laughs) Love. Yeah. Silas does not know what to say at the moment, but goes, If we put you in a car wash, would that work as a bath for you? I have literally never been through a car wash in my life. I I don't even know what those look like. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, are we talking about an express wash? Yeah, Anwen has absolutely no context for what a car wash looks like or is in practice. I don't know car wash existed in the Yeah, I won't lie. I've also personally, I'm not sure what a car wash is like. It's like a see, I I also have very limited experiences with car washes. But it's like a tunnel. I have in depth experience. Right, you used to work at one, didn't you, Laura? Yeah. As of like a month ago. There's like big um yeah. Oh. It's okay. basically like you get like a bunch of soap spray in your car and then big like foam bristles will go like Whoa. <laughs> that would probably be a little scary, but it could be really fun. I think maybe when Anwin's a little bigger. I think yeah. Anwin might be a little too small. It'd be like putting a bicycle through get... there, you know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Once Anwin gets to like smart car size. Mm-hmm. Maybe Mini Cooper, you know. Mm-hmm. Am I with everyone, or am I still on the edge of the forest? You're still on the edge of the yeah, forest. Yeah, but I'm, I'm shifting back, and I think we should start back. running back toward you. I don't want to leave you. Bethany and Imogen are also here with you. Oh, they're here with me? Yeah. Yeah, so I guess for Bethany and Imogen, I've just appeared for the first time that night with a little bit of blood on me, and I'm like, Wow. Heard there was a racket. I heard a racket came coming, like came running out here. That's crazy, guys. What, what's going on? So now we're all together on the edge of the forest with Bethany, Imogen, Winter. The three of them, and then the three of you meet up with them. What are you doing? What are you saying? Bethany, at this point, has kind of sat down at the ground. Sat down on the ground. Head to head to the dirt, um, and just like it's like. <laughs> I feel like everyone walks up on Winter, kind of panic monologuing at Bethany to try to calm her down by being like, 
well now you see i'm not gonna say like i told you so because like you know like i told you but as like as soon as maple like, it like, totally makes sense that you comes didn't onto know. the scene maple like gently pushes winter aside very gently because winter was injured maple, oh. has, maple has a move for calming people down <laughs> um <laughs> and i think like kneels down like to bethany's level and just starts talking to them so the way that soothe works is that uh you can calm when you talk to somebody for a few seconds in a quiet voice you can calm them down blocking any panic anger or other negative emotions they have this works even if the thing that freaked them out is still present as long as your voice is heard so i think maple just starts talking about like trees like Forgive me, I'm not the, I personally, soul, I'm not the most knowledgeable in trees, but starts like talking about, did you know that the trees in San Francisco have um, evolved to be fire resistant because they, uh, like trees, redwood trees in general are quite flame retardant, but trees in San Francisco have learned to intake water from fog because it's so foggy in the Bay Area. And they just start sort of talking about like, maple shouldn't know anything about San Francisco. Maple's not from California, but I guess maybe yeah but it just starts talking about things to bethany and like a quiet voice to try to like calm them down um you see bethany sort of like relax a little relaxes a little bit and imogen sort of puts an arm around bethany and it's like hey let's let's go to bed this is we've been having a weird dream let's let's go back to sleep um, and sort of ushers Bethany back into the back towards the counselor cabin. What are you four doing? It's, what is the trial troop up to? It's nighttime, right? Like, is it mm-hmm. lights out time or is it like Robert? Like, it's like 10 p.m. at this point. 10, 11. Well, they deliberately waited till after lights out to go on this stakeout. Okay. Silas, um, you have a moss thing. You've got like a thing with moss? Because the moss that you gave me for good things has grown and now I'm like it's grown and it feels maybe a little more ominous now. And I I heard a little whisper in my head, in my brain, um, up, up in my noggin. And I didn't know if that was maybe something you experienced too or if this was like maybe just a me thing. Silas, am I going to be okay? Mabel starts, like, are you hurt? Are you still hurt? Are you okay? No, yeah. I mean, I'm going to be okay, but, like, I'm going to be okay, like, with the with the hurt, but, like, am I going to be okay with the moss? Moss? Do we know, do we know the stuff about the moss? What do you mean the moss? On my shoulder? It was, Silas used it to heal me, and it was little, and then I was um standing on the edge of the forest, and the... I was thinking really hard about, like, how I wish that I had, like, like fucking, like, sick powers like you guys. And I was just, like, thinking about how cool it would be if I could, like, heal myself up and go back into battle and, like, be triumphant and, like, a hero or whatever. And then I, like, the wind started, like, like blowing a little and, you know, felt like it was, like, you know patting me on the head or whatnot, caressing my face gently. And I, um, then the moss, like, got bigger and kind of felt like it was, like, 
ah, like getting in me, getting its roots in me, even though moss doesn't really have roots. It does it. It's a lichen. Um, uh, and then, and now Silas won't say whether or not I'll be okay. <laughs> when I said it was getting its roots in you, that was metaphorical. No, no, no. Um... I figured, I figured, I figured. <laughs> Maple. Hmm. How does Maple react to that? So it came from the woods? It happened in the forest? It came from Silas, and then the forest made it more. Because the thing is that Maple doesn't have anything bad to say about the forest. The forest is why Maple is back again. And so I think Maple's like, oh, well, if the forest made it more, then that means it should be okay. Okay. I don't know if what Silas does is what I do. But, I mean, it speaks to you? I I just heard, like, a little voice that was, like, kind of sounded like a little devious or, or mischievous, maybe. It was like, oh, hello. And then I was like, what? Did, what? And then it was like, you've got a sense of humor. And so it sounded kind of like maybe villainy. <laughs> But I, I don't know if I'm super, like, well-versed in the genre. Genre? I think the Maple genre just, of, like... of being controlled. Are you being controlled? I don't know. Or I, I don't... I never had a little voice in my head before. Other than my own. I I'm just gonna Maple, throw that out there. I think Maple just kind of pokes. Pokes the, like... I don't know if, like, is Maple, is Winter's shoulder, like, exposed from the bite? Yes, I guess it would be. It would have probably torn through the... Okay, then I think Maple just touches the moss. Maple, when you touch the moss, you see that it um, sort of shrinks away from your touch. Like, the parts that uh, were covered in moss, when you go to touch them, the moss seems to shift away from your finger and crawl up uh, winter's neck like further away from where your okay. hand is well, well don't go that way and like maple puts their hand like <laughs> sorry this is, it's it's somewhat intimate it's kind of like maple is like hugging you with one arm but it's like just puts your, her hand on like around here to push it away from your neck that feels uh-huh. a little more dangerous <laughs> yeah, let's yeah get but... it away from my spinal column <laughs> <laughs> you put your hand on the back of uh, winter's neck and you feel the moss move from the neck back towards the shoulder. Okay. It seems to not like whatever you have going on. And it moves. So it, it's not it, Ma- Maple's not making it go away just making it move around like like, op- like the same magnet poles? Mm-hmm. They seem to repel each other. Okay. I'm gonna be honest I don't know if I can deal with this right now completely. I... I'm ready for sleep time for bed. I'm ready for bed, to be honest. You're safe now. The chupacabras are dead. Winter starts crying. (laughs) Maple finishes the hug. It's not just one arm anymore. Anwen joins in. It's a group hug now. Group hug. You guys, you guys and Silas are like my best friends. Silas is also Silas in, the group is in hug. this group hug as well. Yeah. yeah. You guys are yeah. like my best friends. And, and, and I'm really happy. 
As you guys, the four of you all kind of hug together and comfort Winter, um, who has this concerning patch of moss growing um, on her shoulder. Uh, that is where we're going to wrap. And that is where we're going to end our first mystery. So we have completed our first mystery and as such we're going to run through um our end of session experience questions real quick okay did we conclude the current mystery yeah yeah did we save someone from certain death or worse yeah 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 did we was looking back for winter (laughs) Did we learn something new and important about the world? Yeah. What Chupacabra weaknesses are. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, did and, we learn something yeah. new and important about one of the hunters? My magic, what Anwin's full shift looks yeah, like. Yeah, we learned about Anwin's full shift. My magic is opposite? Question mark of Silas's mm-hmm. magic. Does that count mm-hmm. as a learn or does that count as like a seed? And winter learned a lot about the moss thing yeah and we learned that winter is capable of accessing magic even if she doesn't know it okay i'll give it to you um (laughs) so everyone mark two experience i leveled up yeah nice you can take that move (laughs) yeah what you thought you had I don't know what move you're talking about. I don't know. For some reason, I thought that I had a move that, like, let me use weird instead of tough, but that could have been a different character I built for some reason. Yeah, I think that's a different playbook. Um, that sounds like the spell but, slinger, but I could be wrong. But you do have the move sneaky, which is where you attack from an ambush or someone from behind, you get plus two harm. Um, which might be a more combat-oriented move if you want one from your playbook. You could also take a move from another playbook, um, potentially. But yeah, so Does you the think flake on that... get that one like layer move, like the move that gives you like a layer? Because I think that's, or like, yes. I don't know if it's the layer. I think it's so funny to think of that in a camp setting. Like, does that just mean there's an empty cabin that we steal? <laughs> Do I get that move? Yeah, it's called a haven. It's um, usually, one... I think, inherent to the expert, but the flake yes. is able to access it with extra uh, moves. Yeah, so I can. Oh, yeah, is gain a haven like the expert? Uh, but yeah. So, Laura, you think on that move? What mm-hmm. you want to do for your improvement? Let me know. Um, I don't think either of you guys leveled up, right? No, because I just leveled up. We both just leveled up after taking it. And then, yeah, I had only failed the one roll this session. Okay. Wow. Silas is also almost at a level up. Silas and I kind of flopped this session in terms of roles. (laughs) Just a little bit. We're just kind of in our flop era for rolling. Well, it's okay. Um, but yes, 
good job everyone and to everyone listening we'll see you next or i guess the week after next because we're on a bi-weekly schedule um we hope you enjoyed if you liked it if you've got comments concerns questions if you want to yell at laura um you can tweet at us using the hashtag why would people yell at me for being british keep up oh i just meant because of laura's generally displeasant disposition okay (laughs) i'll accept annoying i'll accept bothersome i don't accept displeasant laura's literally so pleasant is the thing displeasant don't make me laugh also isn't it unpleasant sorry that doesn't matter it is unpleasant but i wanted it to i wanted there to be alliteration so i made up a word but it is technically unpleasant but yeah if you would like to tweet angry things at laura um if you have any issues with the way i've ruled things you can tweet at laura at wild sorcerers (laughs) if you do that i will go i will go private Any comments and concerns you have, you can direct towards Laura. <laughs> yeah, Laura's actually our, our manager. I could be kind of a courier if we need one, to be quite honest. Laura's kind of our PR guy, so if you were I'm not even on the Laura, social media team. No. There is a social media team, and I'm not even on it. If, if uh, tweet hashtag wording pot and list the three people that you think are part of the social media team, or tweet hashtag wording pod and tell Laura to have a bad day. I don't know. Or don't tweet do tweet hashtag wording pod and rank all of us. <laughs> don't tell us what, what you're ranking us for. Just rank all of us. Yeah. 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 Like a secret. All right. Well, we'll see you week after next. <laughs> I'm really excited for this Twitter session. <laughs> I'm excited for what the TL is going to look like after this. <laughs> it's going to take like two four months to get out. <laughs>you guys all reconvene at this edge of the forest and you're successful celebrating even at this first victory over this really weird monster that has just appeared in the camp and sort of thrusts you all into this world of monster hunting but the camera is gonna move away from you guys you're having this celebration and it the camera zooms out a little bit and we see sort of an overview of the forest. We get to see the night sky, the bright sparkling moon, and it picks up again deep in the center of the forest in a point that almost looks like it is completely unfamiliar and unattached to the woods around it. It is much darker and intimidating than the rest of the forest. The forest is relatively scary at night. The trees tend to block out the sun even during the day. It's a very dark forest, but here it is pitch black. And those bright stars and the beautiful, brilliant moon are nowhere to be found. And in the center of this part of the woods, You can't even really see the trees, but you can feel a heavy presence. And and we see 
someone in a long, dark cloak, hood pulled up, head kind of bowed in their body language seems deflated, a bit remorseful, not remorseful, uh, upset. And you hear a voice say, this was disappointing. This is not what I wanted, but we have the ability to come back from this. We'll make sure that the next one is a little bit more dangerous, a little bit more hands-on, less of a scavenger looking for easy pickings and something more active. We'll get what we need. But it may not be you who brings me what I need. There are others that I can reach out to. And you see the hood, the hooded figure sort of nods their head and says, looks like they're going to say something, opens their mouth, just closes it and doesn't say anything at all and deflates a little bit further. And the voice says again, you failed me once. And I don't take kindly to failure. Don't let it happen again. And you see the hooded figure nods. And the figure is by themselves. There's no one in. The camera doesn't see anyone else. It looks like the voice is coming from nowhere. But the hooded figure bends down. And there is a book that they pick up and we see them flipping through pages 